Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Welcome to Wild and Crazy Guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. April 15th. 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, okay. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Thursday morning. Appreciate you spending it along with us. Roush, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm great. That's good. Yeah. That didn't a little, sound a little slow moving, but great. Yeah, a little slow moving here too. Justin, how are you? I'm good. It's uh, it's my weekend for my real job, so. Yeah, life's good. Oh, do you congrats! Work, you do, did it. Do Thank you, you work this weekend in your real job? I work so I work Sunday through Wednesdays, but yeah, this weekend I've got to work Saturday and Sunday, so that stinks. Mm. Oh, that does kind of stink. But two days off, can't complain. Well, you mm. could. Right. Anybody can complain. True. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear it. Eh. Yeah, you can. You can vent us. We're here for you, buddy. <laughs> Anything that's on your mind, you you can talk to us about. But all right, it's Justin's weekend. It's exciting. Yeah. It'll be our weekend someday, Roush. This is next weekend, maybe. A long week. Long week. Derby, two weeks and change away. This this oh man. Two weeks from right now, we'll be doing a radio show, just tapping our feet, ready to get the hell out of here and go tear up Churchill Downs. Ah, Thurby's in the air. I'm not doing my big Thurby thing. <gasps> I still may go on Thurby, but uh, yeah, the the big all-you-can-drink, all-you-can-eat thing, that's, uh, that's not well, happening this year. Well, the $60 tickets get you uh, chicken tenders, or I don't know if it's chicken tenders, but they get you snacks and non-alcoholic beverages, so... All you need is uh, a nice little who would want little satchel. Who would want the who would want that? Except the chicken tenders. In which case, yeah, obviously. Well, you know, mixers for your drinks. Everybody wants chicken tenders. Not yeah. everybody sneaks in stuff, Roush. Well, I, who really? Is Justin's that not... just coming in over to our side of the studio. And now and it's going to work. I don't think that's going to be the case. What you do you, What do you do? I don't know. He just plugged it in more. Maybe something was going wrong with the thing and. Uh yeah, I can hear myself now. Wow. Have you seen the That's what I'm here Good job, Justin. Fix it. What I'm here for. Have you seen the early forecast for nope. that weekend? Nope. Don't not even looking until Monday. All right, well I'll tell you. No, 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 no. La 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 la. It's gonna be wrong. It's gonna be rainy too. I'm just it, whatever they're saying now, it's gonna be wrong. Yeah. Thirty we, uh high of forty five, low of twenty seven. I refuse to believe you're actually looking at something. I yeah, okay. See that? See that? There's the yeah, weather. See, yeah, you can't. You can't. Two, week, two week forecasts Oaks. are 10% accurate. Oaks, high of 52, low of 31. But Derby, high of 67, low of 41. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, if it's if the sun's out, then it'll be great. But on Derby and Oaks, high of 45 and 52, respect. Great. You can uh, wear a long sleeve shirt. That's, there's nothing great about either one of those two numbers. You know, Hell, that. I might even dress up if it's 45 degrees. Might even put a jacket on, a blazer. Go fancy. 
Yeah, that would that weather would suck. Now no, the no. encouraging There's no thing, such thing is bad weather on Derby. There is a hundred percent such thing as bad weather on Derby. Mm-hmm. I've experienced it uh, from <laughs> insane heat, which I think that's the worst, and then cold and rainy. I've seen it. I guess I haven't seen snow necessarily cold, on actual Derby Day. Cold and rainy is only like it. It only really gets you if it's just steady. If you just get a couple of rain showers here and there throughout the day, it's fine. Well, yeah. I mean, again, it's not it's not ideal. I love how there's no such yeah. thing as anything negative about Derby. Nope, it's never, just never the, been a bad Derby. It's the perfect day for Except Nick Except that Roush. one time they had like a 30-minute inquiry. That just, it took too long. Like, you just make up your minds and let's move, let's, let's move on. I guess it was Derby 2012. I want to say it was like 98, 99 degrees. It was miserable. I was like, give me cold. It's kind of nice though. You just walk around with your shirt off. No, it's not nice. Yeah. And then you're dehydrating, and then you just can't really like drink enough to catch the buzz of it of everything sweating out. Well, of you. you also are exclusively a beer drinker, so it's uh, not necessarily exclusively true. I mean, but for Derby the most day part. things get passed around and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> you take a swig of the bottle. That's that's Derby. Hopefully that weather does change though. Uh, the good news is on that Tuesday it says it's 78, so like maybe everything will get pushed back a little bit, and uh, but we're definitely coming into a little bit of a cold streak here the next 10 days, which not crazy about because we kind of got a taste of the good weather, and then I know what's going to happen is like the next time that it warms back up, it'll just we'll like get maybe like three more days of 70s, and then we'll jump right back into like upper 80s and stuff like that, which um I hate heat. Don't don't like heat. Yeah, I don't mind having a few sweatshirt more mornings. No, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather it be a little bit. Uh, I'd rather it be a little bit. Sun comes out and it's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also wouldn't mind if it rained for ten straight days. If it meant we got three beautiful days in a row to every week. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that as well. We got thunder tomorrow night. You doing anything for thunder? Is it tomorrow night or Saturday night? I thought it was tomorrow night. Pretty sure it's on Friday. They moved it to Friday. I think so. So here we go. Let's. It makes no sense. Oh, it is Saturday. So yeah. what are they doing tomorrow? They're doing something tomorrow night. Friday. Yeah, Saturday night. That we 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 know the locations of Thunder, <laughs> and we guessed them. I think we guessed all of them except maybe Bowman Field. Bowman which, Field should have been a good. I mean, which we wh- guessed. I think did we guess Seneca? I, I think we said Seneca, which, which is basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except that the debris won't light the concrete on fire like it potentially could at you know any of the other parks. Okay, let's just go to a wooded hilltop. What could go wrong? Bowman Field, Iroquois Park, the Expo Center, Shawnee Park, and then Caesars, Southern Indiana. Which is hilarious that they're like, we're going to give Southern Indiana one. Let's go to Caesars. We're going to give Southern Indiana one. Nobody's so stupid. Yeah, nobody's 30 minutes away from what we consider Southern Indiana. Nobody will be able to see that. No, nobody anywhere. But they're a sponsor, so, you know, got to scratch their backs. You can't even see it from inside the casino. That's just going to be like a personal, hey, you know, stay the night at the casino Saturday night. You're going to get a nice, uh, you're going to get a nice fireworks show. Yeah. So dumb. (laughs) All of it. So dumb. Yep, Bowman Field, Court Park, Expo Center, Shawnee Park, Caesars. And I thought they were going to have a sixth one, but, well, it is what it is. I'm, I'm sure Abe's pumped up for it. Can't wait to watch I was kind of actually happy that there wasn't any really in the East End. Like, Bowman Field's the East End. Yep. In this regard. hmm Wow. They're still doing an air show as well, No right? bones thrown to well, they're East really, Enders. They really know they're 
Thunder Over Louisville demographic. Oh, Throwing the South End two bones. I mean, I mean, I mean, this is even me. I would not consider Fairground South End, even though it's Central Avenue, whatever. But I'm saying what's right in between two of them. So I don't know which which fireworks show should I watch. Should I watch the one at the park or the one at the at the fairgrounds? Because I'm right in between them both. You can just keep my head on a swivel. South End, it's just going to feel like a regular Saturday night with the fireworks. Oh, yeah, being set and you know that South there's going to be a bunch of people who are just lighting off their own. So that was my first thought. I was like, one, all right, I'm happy that there's not going to be any in the East End because I don't have to worry about my dog who is deathly afraid of fireworks. It's stupid. Uh, I, I'm annoyed by it. One of Lachlan McLean's funniest radio bits ever was when he said that you just have a dumb dog if they're scared of fireworks. Basically, <laughs> he like could. It, it was like it, it was it was radio gold in, in real time. He was like, "Wait, dogs? Some people's dogs don't like fireworks." He couldn't process that like some people's dogs wouldn't like fireworks. So it, it was pure 100 percent like authentic lock before he starts to kind of play a bit where he was just like, "Oh." You just get a better dog. Like dogs aren't supposed to be afraid of fireworks. Uh, just get a better dog. My dog's never. He you could light a firecracker right in its face. It wouldn't even do anything. Just get a better dog. <laughs> just get uh, a better dog. <laughs> my, my first thought was like, good. No East End fireworks. Won't have to worry about the dog. But then that's what crossed my mind. Is that like, are people going to be like, oh, well, they neglected us here in Linden. I'll just put my own show on in my backyard and invite some of the neighbors over. So that's what I'm a little bit worried about, but mm-hmm. you're right that that's probably just going to be whether there's fireworks in the neighborhood or not. People all over town are just going to people love fireworks, man. Yeah, there, there's some people. Any excuse they get to let light a few off, they're going to they're going to do it. So I'm sure in the East End there'll be some people just doing their own bottle rockets and whatnot. And uh, mm, bottle we'll see. rockets are fun. I did. I did think that it was. Uh, I. I did think it was tomorrow. You're right that it's always on a Saturday. That's why I thought it was weird. It was on a Friday. I'll blame another radio station for saying it was on Friday because that's how I got. It's definitely yeah. not my fault. It's their fault. Definitely not your fault. I think it was our friends that like who sponsored. I think 106.9 sponsored it. I think they were. I think the reason I got in my head was like maybe it was last Friday. They were like, "All right, we're we're a week away. Thunder one one week from today." Man, they must have just gotten confused. So I, I do like that in the official the statement from the Derby Festival, they said, "We, you know, we still don't want people to gather at these spots. We acknowledge that it was going to be difficult to keep this a secret, but we want everybody to watch from home. This is meant to be an event. Watch from home. You can check it out on WHAS eleven or listen to it on one hundred six point nine. And I was, so we're going to listen to fireworks, right? That that <laughs> one sounded beautiful." Well, they said that they're not going for, they say this, is there any truth to it? I would have to almost guarantee the answer is uh, no, no truth to it. Is they, they went allow, they went away from the loud bangs this year for more colors. Ooh. But so fireworks are naturally 9. kind of loud. <laughs> no, but 106.9 will have the soundtrack. You know there's a soundtrack yeah, that matches. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Although they have a tough enough time having the theme quote-unquote, oh, yeah, match never, the music to begin with. Yeah, yeah. What are terrible. they going to do now when they have, like, six different shows? You know one's going to get delayed or something. Well, that's what I wondered. So it's supposed to be 18 minutes. Are we going to have six minutes at one spot, six minutes at another? Are they going to do that sort of deal where you would be able to enjoy it by watching it on television from all different places, or is it just going to be 18 minutes at all five or six spots? Or I think it would be 18 minutes each respected show. Gotcha. But I think they're all supposed to go off at the same time. Okay. And then be done with it. I don't know. Yeah. Whole e- thing. Kind of silly. Either way, uh, that's our Saturday. That's And that should get the uh, 
some of the derby juices falling. Still not the uh, not the typical lead in. You know, they're 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 not doing a, a marathon or mini marathon. Well, they are, but it's just during the middle of a fr- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or something like that. And they are doing some races. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to be down. It's going through Southern Indiana, so it's not a Kentucky Derby Festival. It's in Southern Indiana, if you're asking me. So wow. cancel the mini marathon. I didn't realize you had such hot Southern Indiana takes. Well, Hoosier Dingus is from there, so really, really steams my biscuits. Gets the the take quake fire. Well, he's up. from he's from Pekin. <laughs> Which is that even Southern? Thanks Indiana? for saying it right. Finally, Pekin. I've always said Pekin. No, you said Pekins. No, <laughs> for the longest time you both said Pekins. No, because now Pekins, I started to, I started to say it that way. Oh yeah, <laughs> well it is so, but it is East Pekins. Yes, East Pekins. No, so East, that's East Washington was the school. No, East Pekins. I thought you were Eastern. Eastern High School. So East that's, Washington. That's in Louisville. East Washington's the school corporation. Eastern High School is the high school. Text out into the show five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We're going to. Give away a saucery to gift card today. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited about that. Uh, We'll just do what, I don't know, best text. We'll make it completely subjective. Yes. Love being completely biased. And we won't, uh, it'll be like when we read it. Maybe we'll wait till the end. I don't know. Roush, what did you make of Arizona hiring Tommy Lloyd as their next coach? Gonzaga assistant. Well, I think they it's didn't keep cl- it in the family. I think it's clear that he knows that Mark Few's never going to win the big one. No, oh. so he had to get out because that's his best chance of actually winning something worth winning. His best chance to win the big one is to win the big one himself. Yes, suck it, Mark Few. Could be. Uh, he was at Gonzaga for a long time, over twenty years. Had been there since two thousand in some capacity, and. Uh, now leaving. He's only known one place. Going to go to Arizona. I don't know. The only thing it reminds me, Roush, is that like I know Arizona and even Texas and some of these places. I know they're. I know they're not Kentucky, but Tommy Lloyd, Hubert Davis, Mike Woodson, just some of these jobs that we would have thought, oh wow, they're that. That's the best opening in college basketball right now. No, that's the best opening in college basketball right now. Only really Texas made a hire that I thought was worthy well, of the hire at the time. I think some of it is you got to give some of these guys a chance. Maybe not Hubert Davis, but you know, uh, w- whenever Roy retired, we realized that there is going to be a change in the guard at some point. You got to bring up some new talent, some fresh blood, see what they can do with their big boy pants on. And uh, many people are asking, did Cincinnati make a better hire than North Carolina because they hired? Wes Miller from UNCG to lead their program. Yes, that was next what I had down is Wes Miller going to Cincinnati, which I think that uh, John Branham got kind of a yeah bad he, deal. Yeah, that was um, that was a coup. It was. It was. It was. That was really what happened because they just really they just didn't like him. They didn't like his personality, and he was a hard ass. And, and you got to see it all kind of happen in real time, where Cincinnati they really like didn't have a terrible season for kind of a almost went to the tournament rebuilding year yeah. you know like they they started off struggling which covid all that stuff 
whatever, but they were losing games pretty close. And then they actually went on this nice little win streak where the only teams in the conference that really had their way with them was Houston, which was a Final Four team. Yeah. And nobody was mistaking Cincinnati for a Final Four team, but they were really going toe-to-toe with just about anybody. Then the season ends, you get just – leaking of players and that leads to more players and I think you know how sometimes those things work where it's like all right you know are you gonna let him I'm backing away I hope that you all have my back and do it with me that stuff can kind of snowball in some extent and Cincinnati initially was like how are we gonna play it like are we on John's side are we on the player's side is this a big deal is it not a big deal parents say he cut us out we wanted to help with pregame meals and he wouldn't let us it's like this isn't it's like a horrible horrible (laughs) rationale They're for like being upset player abuse allegations and it's like where, where was this player abuse like the the biggest i don't want to say the the biggest red flag or something but they just simply said like uh, yeah we saw him waiting for an elevator so we just waited because we didn't want to ride an elevator with him we just didn't like him because he was mean which well you know for a lot of folks that's not the coach that recruited you i get it you may not you may not like it yeah but the you could see it in real time where the school like had to make a decision of like all right we do we just that? completely do a rebuild now and john's our guy and this is what we do or do we spend 2 million dollars and just do we sign with the from players scratch? and like do we feel like we could do somebody something better and make the fan base a little happier so they went with the latter and they fired him and i don't know how that's all going to work See, out from a contract standpoint is he going to get paid is he not going to get paid i haven't kept up with he that he probably stuff. will cuz a lawyer can't prove that he was abusing players by any means stretch of the matter but i will say it is we're in this player empowerment era of college sports which is a good thing uh, to uh, to a degree, but it is pretty wild to see a university side with a guy who they pay a ton of money to, who's going to be there a long time, instead of with a bunch of kids who could just still stay in the transfer portal and not come back. Correct. But that that's pretty wild of them to do. I guess they had they they didn't have as much faith in Brandon as they uh, thought from the get go. Uh, but at least they did cash in by hiring Wes Miller, who by all indications is a pretty damn good coach. But you know what? They thought the same thing with John Brandon. I mean, similar, very similar track records, except that Brandon helped NKU go from D2 to D1. Yes. Had a little bit, and I think he went to as many NCAA tournaments as Wes Miller in a shorter amount of time. And I won't pretend to know everything that happened behind the scenes at Cincinnati, but what has leaked, I do hate it for John that like that's going to be – and it's gonna kind of be like on his resume, or he's it's something he's gonna have to explain wherever he goes. And, yeah, uh, I thought since he was a good spot for him, but didn't work out. They hired Russ Miller, who most UNC fans they wanted him over Hubert Davis. I think UNC fans had to come to a gri- had to come to grips with like, all right, if we're gonna do this stupid keep it in the family sort of deal, let's do it with somebody that's been a proven head coach before mm-hmm. and won even if it is at a place like UNC Greensboro. Most UNC fans seem to want Wes Miller over Hubert Davis. They keep it within the same staff. They hire Hubert Davis. This frees Wes Miller to go to Cincinnati. I guess if you're a UNC fan, you could feel like, all right, if things don't work with Hubert in two, three years, you can still take Wes Miller from Cincy. Like, that's not a job that he's going to turn right, UNC right. down for. So, I guess that's the one good thing. Uh, more realistically, if Hubert Davis doesn't work out, you need to realize that keeping it in the family is dumb and just mm-hmm. go hire the best coach regardless of who they're <laughs> from. But, Roush, really long about way for me to get here. West Miller going to Cincinnati. Cincy fans should be happy about it, whatever. Joel Justice to UNC Greensboro. Ooh. Do you expect that to happen? 
man, I hadn't thought of that, but I, it wouldn't surprise me because he was up for another one. Elon, I think Just, he was the finals for. Any North Carolina job of a certain pedigree, I expect Joel Justice's name to come up. And I think I think he would jump at that opportunity. I mean, they're pretty well established thanks to Miller. So if he's off, I, I'm sure – his name will be in that uh, shortlist. He'll be a candidate, and I would. And if they offer him, he would gar- jump on it. I'd go ahead and guarantee it. And if they offered him, I think that's a job that he would also take if uh, given the opportunity. What? What dropped? Oh no! The TJ's breaking phones. equipment. The We're just breaking equipment today. The old cell phone fell. Mm, uh, when that thing is on. so big, it's like feels like it's 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 too big, too big of a phone. Can hardly even fit it into my hand. That's what do you? What do you? What do you? I thought he was going to say that's what she said. He got a look on his face. <laughs> oh, I was definitely going to until he threw in the phone. I was like, ah, mm-hmm. uh, now, now it doesn't apply. Ah, it's so good. <laughs> but um, no, no, I, I definitely, if I'm Joel Justice, I'm, I'm trying to get that job. Now the question will be, I think he would take it. Would how how should Kentucky feel about that? There there's a portion of fans that don't like Joel just because they associate like Kentucky's recruiting taking a step back once he was on the staff. But in reality, that's when the pay for play stuff all started to come out too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's more of the cause and effect than just ha- having an assistant coach that most people who talk with him rave about him. But, you know, he was like the lead guy in James Wiseman. Memphis literally pays James. Kentucky misses out on James Wiseman. You know? Yeah. So, like, people associate, oh, you had to find a way to win that one. Uh, it is funny. Like, people that get mad at Joel or don't think highly of him as a recruiter, I do wonder if they would just come out and be honest and be like, so do you want Kentucky to cheat to get recruits? I just I wonder like what percentage of those people would be like, yeah, I do. I mm-hmm. want I want them to just cheat to get recruits, or how many of them would be like, no, no, I don't want them to cheat, but I need them to find a way to land recruits when other schools are offering them money. It's a tough ask. Yeah, it's a tough sell. He also like Joel's gotten what would you say seventy five percent of the recruits since he's been. I mean, maybe well, not that so first year. It, it's, but like, it started with him kind of being like, "You're planting the seeds," and then we're and then Cal or Kenny Payne when it when these guys are seniors and it's getting close to decision time, you're gonna pan, you're gonna more. hand it off to them. Right. Uh, so he did do a great job of kind of building relationships with a lot of these younger guys, getting to know if you like or dislike the quality of players Kentucky's bringing in. A lot of that falls on Joel. Because he'll identify some of the younger talent as like, hey, this is somebody we should keep an eye on. This is somebody we should keep an eye on. And honestly, you know, you look at some of the players that have been in the program the last few years, good. Even, you know, when you see people that are like Tyler Hero where committed to Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. then ends up getting and going back to Kentucky eventually. Shea Gilgis-Alexander committed to Florida, ends up committing to Kentucky. Some of those players, when they commit, that we don't know, uh, how should we feel about it? Kind of high four-star, low five-star? Is there something there? seems like Kentucky's almost had more success with those dudes the last few years than years like B.J. Boston and Terrence Clarks for the most part. So Joel deserves credit for that. Now, as a finisher in recruiting, is he in Orlando and Tigua or Kenny Payne? I don't think so. Uh, but he's younger, and he hasn't had as much experience with that. If 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 Kentucky loses him, it would be a blow, in my opinion. I don't know what Cal would do. Would you just keep Barbie? Orlando Antigua. Oh, gosh, yeah. Would you keep, like, again, would you keep Barbie, Jay? 
bruiser and go like I, I would imagine they'd hire somebody. I just don't know who'd be Roush. I wouldn't even have a clue of who would be. Um, but you could go get your Orlando Antigua. See if Kenny Payne wants to come back. What if they did just hire Kenny Payne back to be associate head coach again? <laughs> He's like, I just wanted New York for a year or two. It was okay. Yeah, you know. I'm ready to come you back. Got some Sabaro. I'm good. Yeah, I got my Sabaro. Yeah, I got my New York authentic slice. Like, you know, of pizza, we but... have that at the student center. Well, you tore it down, damn it. Yeah, you really <laughs> did. Uh, well, so that so some coaching carousels that could impact Kentucky. West Miller off to Cincinnati. You go ahead and you bet your sweet butt of yours that you'll have Joel Justice be a candidate for UNC Greensboro. And I feel like in that decision, they'll have to decide, do we want the next West Miller? Do we want another young up-and-comer that we think is going to be the next big thing? Or some of these small schools, Roush, they, they feel like, well, if we go the older route, this coach may stay here for the next decade. You know, if we Which get somebody is very dumb her, if you're at that level. Very dumb. I see. Um, I see that logic behind it. Yeah, but it's like Arkansas State hiring uh, Butch Jones this year. I mean, you you hire one up and coming coach after another. You get five good years out of them. They go somewhere else. Your program's still in a good spot. Yes, there's a little bit more risk, but I I I think it's silly if you're at that level to not take chances. Cause, cause, I, I because do, it, I do ultimately agree. Because with you. being just steady. I mean, it does fine, but going to the NCAA tournament—that's that's the goal, and that's that's really the pie in the sky. And you you have to take a chance to get there. But do you, so you have a different philosophy between like lower tier football programs than basketball programs in that regard? Because I'm sure you didn't mind like the Rich Brooks hire, Kentucky. I know it's not apples. I mean, I apples, was ten apples, years apples, old, but, you know. I, but, but 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 for lower, I mean, I'm talking like the low. Not, I don't even know if you consider it mid-major conferences. Where to do anything, you've got to win big. Yeah. To get noticed, you've got to win big. Uh, you, you, Louisiana right now, Billy Napier is this hot coaching name. I know that when you're Louisiana, you're going to end up eventually losing him. But you also beat Iowa State. They, uh, they went to a New Year's Six Bowl, I believe, right? They were in the Big 12 championship game. You start a year like that, you win nine games. You're going to eventually lose him, but so what? You yeah, know? It, I I think it's when you're in a Sun Belt, a Conference USA, something like that. You you can't you can't do the retread hire. I think you in UNCG they're what SoCon SoCon go go hire try to get an up and comer. I feel like that, and even if you miss, okay, three four years later, try again. You know, uh, Eastern Kentucky. I think they, I mean, they hired A W Hamilton from Montverde, which is a prep school. And in two years, they were, uh, you know, two minutes away from beating the conference champion in the tournament, came in fourth, had one of their best years, and now they're going to go to the A-Sun next year and basically have one team to beat to get into it. So, uh, you know, I, I, that's that's my coaching philosophy for those younger or for those smaller schools, real small programs. Real small programs. I'm, uh, I, I do ultimately agree with you, just kind of playing devil's advocate. Uh, I think Joel Justice, I don't know how much he's making – Last thing on just a quick Google search, it's uh, two hundred thirty thousand. That was back in twenty eighteen. So just have to imagine that he's probably getting around like three hundred thousand a year or something. That is wild to me. That it's not. Do you think it'd be more? Yes, football coaches. There's so many more of them, and they make so much more money. Shows you just how much more money is in sport. Yeah, I mean, again, SEC football. You no, know, no offense though, and it's more than two hundred thirty. I'm sure now, but like. 
230000 to coach and recruit basketball? No, no, it's nice, but I mean. I'd take it. Most of UK's football assistants make five hundred grand. Yeah. Most, <laughs> at least, <laughs> which is, it's man, pretty, it's that's, wild. That, that's nuts itself, yeah. yeah. Well, let's go to a break. We'll come back. Uh, we, we won't wait too long to get in the text line. There's hey, I, got an text. Ap- I have an apology to you after the break, by the way, TJ. Oh, oh I love apologies. That's great. All right. I look forward to that as well. So we'll see what Justin has to apologize for. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I ate a tuna sandwich on my first day, so Andy started calling me Big Tuna. I don't think any of them actually know my real name. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. We're giving away Salsaritas, a free entree to the best texter, 502-414-1450. Watch Salsaritas, Roush. Because Salsaritas has the most wildly addictive chips. We want to get you hooked. They're the best. Go to Salsaritas. Before you go download the app, now I know our winners will not necessarily need that because they're going to get a free entree, but if you download the app, you can probably get free chips and queso with it as well. That's the kind of way they treat their customers. They'll give you free chips and queso, $2 off your meal. Deals all the time if you just download that Salsaritas app before you visit one of their two locations in either St. Matthew's on Hubbard's Lane or in Milltown where they've got a drive-through. And you can just tell them, I want the hot salsa, which we recommend. It's mm-hmm. very it's very tasty. So much flavor in that. I mean, salsa's in their name for crying out loud. That salsa is spectacular. That their meats, I, I enjoy the steak. Doesn't taste fake like some of the other place. You'll get the best of the best when you go to Salsaritas today. Love it. Great read. You have me hungry for some chips, salsa, burrito, quesadilla. I'm just gonna that get... salsa really does like it's one of those things when you it like hits like two different corners of your mouth because you get like a mmm and then a oh kind of in every bite. It's so damn good. I really wish I – ne- I need to just get a big vat of it, just a big bottle well, to keep at the house. if anybody's doing anything for Thunder over Louisville, don't go to a party, a get-together, a barbecue, whatever it may be, without the Three Amigos. For You can download it or order it on the app, but you can get guac, queso, and salsa, and you can actually switch it. You could get three things of salsa. You get three things of queso. You could get guac if you need to. They come in these huge tubs. It's like you show up at that stuff. It's like you can't finish all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be the coolest guy or gal at the party. Check them out. Salsaritas. Make sure you're downloading the app. Justin, I guess apologies are in order. Yeah. Now I have two apologies because oh, I wow. just looked up uh, the Middletown Salsaritas, and it is literally five minutes from my job. What the hell is wrong with you? I, I had no idea and it was so close. through so you could literally not even have to get I, out of your I car. had no literally. idea it was so close. So, yeah, that will definitely be taken care of. Probably Sunday. I'll probably go to Salsaritas. As soon as you go back to work. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Good choice. So, and sec- my second apology is, you know, after just such a horrid start, I was talking so much crap, not only to you, TJ, but to the rest of Red Sox Nation starting 0-3, nine straight wins what? after that? Yes, nine what? straight. They, uh, they won good? the doubleheader 
against Minnesota, two seven inning games. You know, out of so they're nine and three, I think. Yes, they I, are. I, they're crazy. Out of their, out of their fifteen games, I want to say that like a good chunk of them have been day games. And yesterday was the second coldest nine and Red three Sox is. start of a game in ever. And the Red Sox have been playing baseball for a, a good a good stretch. So when they've been playing these day games. I've got MLB TV, so I've been able to like just have it on in the background. It's been a blast, Justin. I don't know. The the Verdugo fella is awesome. Yeah. The guy that we got over from Mookie Betts on the Dodgers. He's great. And then the differences between this year and last year, because the pitching really ain't much better, is Red Sox are just getting ahead. And once they're getting ahead, it's easier for those pitchers to be with a little bit more confidence instead of getting down four nothing and then basically being done. It's been I've been watching a lot of it. I've gotten a little baseball fever. I still don't know if this will be a playoff team, but they're, they're, they got you hooked. They, Unlike the Batcats. Well, yeah, nine and three by the way is twelve games, not fifteen. Well, sure. I think I was just kind of rounding based on the number that they had said during the game, but that's fine. You're right. It is 12 games. That's how math works. Uh, and also, I can't help but think that ever since getting Alex Cora back has been a huge uh, – they had to, like, let him go because of the cheating scandal last year, but then his suspension ended up Roush, and they just brought him back for this year. So he's back, and the Red Sox are back to being good again. People forget that 2018 Red Sox team was one of the most dominant teams of all time in baseball history, so uh, he was the manager for that. Thanks, Justin. I was going to bring that up today, yeah. whether or not you apologized or not. But I, nice I, just felt like, I felt like I had to say something. The old Reds didn't have the best West Coast trip. No. Do West Coast teams hate East Coast trips? You don't hear it from the other side as much. Well, because we aren't on the other side. <laughs> Thanks, Rush. I would think that they would hate him more <laughs> because I, I would think that it's easier to stay up later than it is to start earlier. Because if it's a typical 7 o'clock first pitch, actually, no. Who am I kidding? I'm an old man. It would be so much easier to go east and you're playing at 4 p.m. your time than it would be playing 10 p.m. Yeah, so then you're done and it's like 10 o'clock the local time, but for you it only feels like it's 7 or 8. You go get a dinner and then you can go to bed early by your standards. That would be great, actually. So, yeah. They got got to prefer. West Coast, just suck it, all of you. My God, I I say we make the West Coast time zone just Hawaii. Like – if you're on California, Oregon, or Washington, you're six hours behind now. And now let's see if we cater to their TV needs, <laughs> right? Because nobody gives a crap about Hawaii. They've got gay, they got NFL games on there at like 8 a.m., 7 a.m., whatnot. Um, I am also sick of the West Coast, Roush. <sighs> they can suck it. Steams my biscuits. All right, how was watching? Uh, how was watching some high school kids work out? Throw away, throw around some weights. I mean, Keontae Goodwin is just. He's is he, unlike any other is he, human. Is he I've bigger ever... than you? <laughs> but I mean, he was he was running sprints though with kids who were, you know, skill guys, smaller guys. Maybe not exactly half his size, but he's 130 pounds heavier than them, and he's outrunning them in 50 yard down and backs. Like <laughs> he is, he is unlike any other athlete I've seen. And the I think the thing that's most exciting about his game is he has improved tactically, but there's still so much just potential there. Uh, and, and the good thing, too, is we, we, we made a lot of hay about last year when he lost all that weight because it is remarkable that he lost 135 pounds in a year. Some would say, well, you could worry that if he's going to gain all that weight back. But it's it's nothing new for him to be working out six or seven days a week. Yeah. He's, do- he's done this for 18 months now. 
almost. So, like, uh, he knows the woes. He knows how to stay disciplined. This wasn't just a little blip on the map. Um, but, uh, man, you just you see that kid and you say, wow, the, the sky's the limit for him. Uh, he'll be making his decision Saturday. Kentucky is the prohibitive favorite. And uh, I know I, I was talking to some some Ohio State folks, and it really is the, the perspective you get from their side versus the Kentucky side just because it's like UK – when you talk to UK fans, they're excited, decisions coming up, but Ohio State people are like, well, you know, it's a long recruitment. He can still take his visits. It, it, it's just it's just funny to hear that. That's what I was going to say is for all the dorks out there, Roush, that this mega recruiting weekend for Kentucky, Wade Twins, Goodwin committing to the Cats, what, what what's your message to those miserable souls? They'll say, well, just let me know when they sign. Oh, well, that's just not a fun way to go about it. Uh, that. <laughs> You you can't if if you want to enjoy football recruiting you can't if that's the case uh, and because there's a lot of things to be excited about I mean he's ranked higher than any other Goodwin is ranked higher than any other recruit Mark Stoops assigned even higher than Justin Rogers a couple of years ago uh, Goodwin is the real deal Holyfield now you can't panic if any of these kids decide to take visits because I I would understand a little bit of worry if that happened under normal circumstances, but these kids literally have not been able to go anywhere for two years. Or, eh, it's not two years, but for their entirety of their recruitment, they've just had to go tour campus by themselves. So if they go to take official visits elsewhere, I mean, you you if you're mad at a 17-year-old kid for doing that, then you're a loser. Loser. Uh, what happens this weekend is part one of a three-step process mm-hmm. for Kentucky to get these kids' commitments. One, and I think you can make a case this is the biggest because at the end of the day, this could just be all that really matters. But one, you get them to commit. Yeah. Check mark. Mm-hmm. Kentucky's going to have a huge recruiting weekend. Two's the big one. Two, well, one's they're all big. They're all equally big. But two is the one where you lose people or you don't lose people. Just got to have a good season. Like, just got to be good. This has got to be the season that we think it's going to be, Roush. Like, this needs to be – you got to beat Missouri week two, and this needs to be fun. This needs to be, at a minimum, an eight-win season for Kentucky. You need to, you can't you can't lose to Missouri, and then you lose the Florida-LSU games, and then you're just kind of like you're, you're hoping to get to six and six, and the moment the fan base kind of fighting with each other and all that stuff. Recruits notice that stuff, and recruits don't want to go to places where – Oh, uh, things are a little dicey there. People aren't happy. Do you really want to go play for a, a stadium that's 50% full? So step two, have a good season. And then step three, obviously, sign them. You get I them would... to sign. So you got one, check. That's yeah. going to happen this weekend. You should have a good season. If you get one and two, three is going to happen. Yeah, I would add the uh, 1A, and that's when visits do open, you get all of your good kids on campus the same weekend. Because a lot of the the only thing about that though is once they're already committed, like it is important, and you want to have those big Jeff Ruby parties, and you want right, to right, do right. all that stuff. I feel like that is more influential for committed kids than uncommitted kids, but it's still like a feeling. It's a good feeling weekend when you get everybody well, there. You can galvanize relationships that way, uh, and like so, like in, oh yeah, you get dirt on people. That's a good point. Right, right, exactly. So, remember that picture we took of you, Jeff Ruby's buddy? Oh, you don't no. want that getting out. It's a good point. Got to remember also these kids are 16, 17, and they're getting Cokes and Sprites at Jeff Ruby's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't like the the parents. Although you think the parents maybe are going to town, right? Oh, hell yeah. I would, yeah. Yeah, I remember. back with the big dog and Coach Stoops. (laughs) Wasn't, uh, 
it was Zion's family who was notorious for just like going above and beyond on their officials <laughs> when it came to the stakes. It's like, hey, we're going to get one to go too, may, by God. Yeah, you, you may as well. Justin. TJ. What happened 156 years ago in 25 minutes? Excuse me? 156 years ago in 25 minutes, something happened. What was it? I've got nothing. I'm not a not a history guy. Well, you could probably take it. Right, what yeah. do you think, Roush? I'm pretty sure I, I sent this to you. Did you send this to me? 156 years. It was, so 1865. They, yeah, they caught uh, they caught uh, John Wilkes Booth. When did you send this to me? I just it was a direct message actually because I just saw the AP. Oh, uh, no, uh, what I'm looking for is Abraham Lincoln passed away. So he, it was, he actually died. Okay. From the gunshot wound he received the night before, but he made it till 722, and then he passed away. What they said was peacefully, but You're, yeah, come supposedly on. some of the noise. I'm honoring Abe today. Been. Hey, oh, all right. Oh, Land of Lincoln. Oh, Indiana, you can take your Abraham Lincoln claims and suck <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, he lived time. here for oh, so when a he was, year. Back when they didn't have planes or cars and they were moving to Illinois, they naturally stopped in Indiana because, let's do the math, Kentucky to Illinois. Oh, you go through Indiana. Cross, you cross Indiana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> suck it, Hoosier dingus. It was a cool shirt, though, as much as a pain to it say. Cool it was Abraham Lincoln's face in the shape of the state of Indiana. Which, <laughs> the bottom of the, the state's beard. Yeah. Yeah, 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 just yeah, just yeah. suck it, Indiana. You don't crazy. get Abraham Lincoln. You're all literal... Claim to fame for statehood is the crossroads of America. You're you basically say like, hey, you drive through us. I've never been one to claim Abraham Lincoln just because I don't know enough about the situation, but I definitely love this shirt. It's a great shirt. Oh yeah, it's a uh, and Kentucky like again, Lincoln made it pretty clear like, hey, I'm I'm Illinoisan. I'm an Illinoisan. You you ever you ever been over to Fort Cedar or the the house where they oh, yeah. took him? Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. But uh, it is pretty cool and also weird, especially when you think about security now and you're like, so they just didn't have security guards so at here's his what, presidential box? Here's what happened is John Wilkes Booth, who was a you know, famous actor, yeah. he and he knew Ford's Theater like the back of his hand. He was at a bar across from Ford Theater and recognized that like Abe Lincoln's security was, was drinking. Over there drinking. He bought him a drink and then left and just literally walked up to the box, walked <laughs> into the box, and then shot him. And then the guy who was the, the Lincolns invited another couple there, and everybody had said no. He, he had invited Ulysses S. Grant. Nobody liked Mary Todd Lincoln, so nobody wanted to go mm-hmm. to the theater with well, Abraham Lincoln. In this, in this AP story too, they talk about how Senator. Er, General Grant was supposed to be there, but he took the late train out of town. Yeah, it was an excuse. He didn't. Yeah. He just didn't want to be uh, with Mary Todd Lincoln because she was an absolute nut. And what happened this night didn't help. Uh, but the people who eventually, you know, eventually, if the president says yes, somebody's going to say yes. Uh, they he tried to grab John Wilkes Booth, but Booth also had a knife on him. Yeah, and stabbed uh, the guy. And his name escapes me right now. Why can't I think of it? Pretty crazy too with a single shot pistol. Bullet got lodged in the back of Lincoln's head. And, and this, so this AP story, I, I should just go ahead and put it on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook group. It's from the night of, and as the uh, person who shared it said, they really buried the lead. <laughs> but but they get a lot of details talking about the bone being uh, the temporal or the bullet being above the temporal bone with brain oozing out. Classic man. It's it, they even include the six Semper Tyrannus. Like it's really 
well put together for being a deadline AP story, but they did bury the lead in, hey, the president got shot in the head. I think that would be the first. President Lincoln has been shot in the head. So did this story, did they talk about how it was like a major, you know, they were trying to do a coup throughout Washington, like other attacks were going on and whatnot? Uh, did they have that or This no? was almost exclusively, um, let's see. I mean, they have all the details on the uh, when they got to the theater, um, but I'm not seeing anything on other attacks. That was probably on other stories. Um, but like they say, the vice president is in city headquarters, guarded by troops, stuff like that. But no, not on other attacks uh, around the city. Yeah. Uh, there, it was... But the details that they got right in the newspaper right away, pretty impressive. Well done. Uh, 156 year ago journalist. Yeah, so they wanted to kill the Secretary of State, William H. Seward, and then they also wanted to oh. kill the Vice President because Seward's they following. felt like if they did that, they didn't know who would, would like be take the over. Next in charge. Yeah, yeah, they didn't know what. They just basically wanted to like halt the United States government. The war was basically over. That's why Abraham Lincoln went out as he was like, I need people to see me in good spirits because the war is on its way over uh, or is basically over. And then he he got shot. And then the person who was supposed to go kill Andrew Johnson, Andrew Johnson was with a mistress. Oh, good for him. You're not allowed to, I think, say that word. And people don't know if the, people think that maybe like whoever was supposed to kill him, Andrew Johnson may have been in on it. They pretty much have debunked that, that he was that he knew. It's a fun conspiracy, Supposedly Andrew though. Johnson was a complete moron. Oh, yeah. He's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. By all, by all accounts. But anyways, Justin, now you got a little history lesson. 156 years ago today, President Abraham Lincoln passed away. I'll never forget it. Never forget. Too soon. Texter says 502-414-1450. I don't know exactly where we are. Uh... Right, that was Matt's opening take on the radio the day after we lost in the SEC tournament. Crazy, right? Seems insane to accuse Cal of being a second grader and then acting like he should still be our coach. Yeah, this was a text in the show yesterday, Roush, just talking about your ex-boss saying that he was that that Cal was trying to send a message to the fans by not playing Dante Allen. I don't know. It's stuff we talked about way back then, but hmm. I don't think Cal was trying to make any points by playing or not playing Dante Allen. So played I disagree. Dante Allen in that last game. He played a lot. well. Yeah, played really well. Yeah, what, five, six threes? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. The sentiments of him keeping him on the bench to, to show fans what's what is just silly. Cal, so wants, silly. Cal wants to win games yeah, too. Yeah, and we also get – you get caught up in the moment. Don't you think when Dante Allen was playing really well, he played a lot? And then yeah. when he wasn't playing so well, he didn't play so much? Yeah. I'm not getting into Dante Allen stuff again. Mm-hmm. Texter said, oh, following up on that text, I don't understand why nobody in the media would ask Matt about that. Seems like it would have been a story, pretty huge accusation in my humble opinion. What do you think? Was Matt just fired up, or does he really believe Cal would do that? Can Nick ask him about it and let us know uh, on the show? Or would Nick not be willing to help clear this up? Nick, I will mean, you help clear this up, Why? Please? Why would – it's like Matt's a coach or something, and we've got to like press him at a press conference. Like, why do you believe this? That's, when I first saw that text, that was my thought: is like you don't really, you don't like question other media members so much about takes. Sometimes you do, yeah. If, but generally, if it's just like in good fun, no, that that one's just yeah, so outlandish that what do you want us to do? Yeah, I mean, just don't listen to it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what else to say other than hey, it was also a month ago. So I don't even. Are you going back and listening to old shows and just getting fired? That's like, also we, a good point. We, we've kind of gone past this Dante Allen thing. I think everybody's on the same page of like, all right, Dante, big sophomore year coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, stuff together. He, yeah, he did. I dude, mean, the dude is if he's open, 
you, you know it's going in. So we everybody wants that. It's just how can you keep him on the court where he kind of stunk defensively, and two, he couldn't create his own shots unless he was wide open. But that's the beauty of what the guard situation is going to look like next year is it should be easier. Like, Nolan Hickman should be able to just get Dante Allen the ball wherever he wants it. And now if you get Ty Ty Washington, which people are feeling good about Kentucky's chances there, and I think maybe you should have thought that if he's waiting for an offer and then now he's ready to start cutting lists, probably got the offer that he wants. So you get Ty Ty, you get Nolan Hickman, Mince, I've made it clear. People know that. I'm, I'm going to get made fun of here on the text line a little bit later on in the show about that. I still think he's gone. You bring in one more grad transfer guard, then I think you're good to go. Is it the best backcourt? No, but I think it's good enough. I think it's. I think you're. You got the pieces you need. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> I did get into a Dante Allen argument over the weekend, though. Uh, my and it, it was great too because it was my dad and I and my uncle Oscar and he was trying to like, well why don't they play Dante Allen it's like well have you seen all the other games he played because he conveniently watched the games where Dante Allen was great but yeah I, I mean he started the game after he did <laughs> he didn't play well no. I mean it's just it's it's the uh, the curse of the streaky shooter then he didn't want to start anymore yeah he even he asked to take himself out so. Yeah, good, that, good old bringing up old Dante Allen. We should do that like just every once a month. Dante Allen outrage. Ooh, just get it out of our systems. And then we also had the the Johnny. He was like, well, "Jazang, look at him in the tournament." It's like, "Oh, you're gonna play him over Emmanuel?" I mean, we had these arguments ready mm-hmm. to go, and he was just like, "Oh, well, you know, he's, you're, you're still gonna get the, the the pushback a little bit, but you know, you've lost." Yeah, ah, feels good. A texter says, "TJ, take it from someone who used to call crutches for keeping." Who used to call crutches for Who keeping... they used to call crutches. Who they used to call crutches for keep. Oh, oh, so your nickname was crutches. Gotcha. <laughs> for keeping them in my car since I turned my ankle so often playing basketball. Start doing exercises when it heals to strengthen around it. If you don't, you're right. It'll just keep happening. Ice, elevate, ibuprofen. Ice 20 minutes a time, at least five times a day. Also, try to move it a bit throughout the day. So I've, I've found a way where... I can kind of like walk on it and be all right. Like it's, it, it, once I get moving and whatnot, kind of loosen it up a little loosen bit. Loosen it up, get like the, put some oil in the joints. I, I can do a pra- You know, I can like measure around. I can hobble my way around a house and do appraisals and whatnot. The issue is sleeping. It's just like if in the mid- I can't tell you how many times the last two nights I've woken up in the middle of the night just because like my leg turned with the blankets or something like that, and mm-hmm. like hate admitting it, but like like making loud noises and pain because it's so painful. Um, so I wore the boot middle of the night around four last night. I put the boot on just to see if that would help. It did. So hmm. I think I'm going to have to boot it in bed now, which is not what anybody's ever looking for. No, not ideal. Welcome it, to 30. It, it's so weird because, like, again, I can walk on and be all right, but literally if it kind of, like, leans a little left or if it, like, turns a little right, it just is, like, excruciating. I'm ready for that bad boy to go away. This stinks. I mean, this week has just kind of stunk. Let's go to a break. We'll get hour two up next. We got a lot of text to get to. Uh, we'll talk maybe a little bit more about basketball rosters and whatnot. I don't know really what what more you can say about it. Uh, things look good for Ty Ty Washington, and we're still mm-hmm. just don't know what's going to happen with the the grad transfers and whatnot. So we'll come back. This is Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Roll Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kane.
Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call Roll here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Thursday morning. We appreciate you spending it along with us. You can get Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcast. Just search Kentucky Roll Call. We're on 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. And we will uh, always be on right after we get off the air, starting again at 9 o'clock, going to 11. Car Stuff KY will have anything for your car. Check them out at 5725 Bargetown Road or give them a call at 502-239-9554. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook, Car Stuff KY, all one word. You'll get a better idea of what they can do for your car or your bike. They literally have all the stuff you need for it. It's in their name, Car Stuff, Car Stuff KY on Facebook and Instagram. Roush? Terry? Oscar Shibwe met with the media yesterday. Seemed like he, uh, everybody liked him. He's got a nice smile. Just, he seems like a happy fellow. Does seem like a happy guy. Uh, big, big religious guy. Always, you know, talked about it before, but with media, just talked about how God kind of pointed him to Kentucky. Uh, it was always where he wanted to be, which is, mm. of course, mm. was brought to you back during TJ's old recruiting days, where it was like, if this kid got to pick, he would go to Kentucky. That's where he wants to be. It was true. Mm-hmm. Uh, his guardians were big West Virginia donors and whatnot. I, I, it would have been funny if he would have came out and said that and been like, oh, yeah, my guardians just wouldn't even drive me down to Kentucky. <laughs> like, they made me basically go to West Virginia. But everything worked out. He's happy. People are going to like him. Dude's going to work hard. Won't be great offensively, but will be super, super physical, tough, and will rebound a lot. And Roush, this will kind of go back to the – Cal- what Calipari loves to do. I was going to say the early Calipari days, but that's not true because he's done it. He- he'll do it when he can do it. Uh, going to want his guards to go in there and miss layups if you're going to have Oscar being in there to clean it up. You know, he teaches, like, miss your layups high, gives the offense a better chance of being able to get the rebound. There's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of Oscar putbacks, a lot of Oscar dunks, a lot of Oscar and ones. Folks should get excited about that. Mm-hmm. And then we still don't know what the hell's going on with Keon Brooks, but – if you could have a front court of him, Damian Collins, Lance Ware, Toppin, you got a lot of options. And yeah, I think you'd have plenty of offense otherwise. People forget about Jacob Toppin. People do forget about Jacob mm-hmm. Toppin. Oscar mentioned, though, and this has gotten folks kind of excited. I, I, I'm not going to put too much stock in it one way or another. Stonks. But not going to put too much stonks in it one way or another. He said that he expects to play a lot of one in, four out. You buying that? I think they're going to play he, more of one out, four in. <laughs> Who can forget that offense? We, great offense. I feel like people probably felt Kentucky played maybe a little too much of the one out, four in this past season. But four out, one in, that gets the three-point nuts excited. Like That gets the people that are just, shoot, 36 threes a game. They should like that. I, I, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I I would like that to be the case as well, just from a spacing perspective. Uh, make and then if Toppin's in the game, he goes how low? So it's not technically four out one in, but you at least have him at the high post. Uh, so, but I I'm a it's like receivers are playing well. I'll see it. I, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, Doubting Thomas over here. 
Guilty as charged. Texture 502-414-1450. We're going to spend more time with these. Uh, Texture says, Mike DeCourcy gets so upset at the idea of changing anything about college basketball. It's great. And that's going to bring us to another huge talking point from yesterday. Probably the, the biggest thing maybe to happen in the sports world. Roush, we didn't get the can kicked down the road, sadly. The mm. one-time transfers will pass. Well, so it still hasn't passed. It's to, officially today that it'll become. You ruled. know what? I could see this being a situation where you have uh, speed now or forever hold your peace, and we get a I object, and they come storming down the hallways, be, and then they kick the can down the road for a little bit further. It'd be great. I, I would like it, but I don't think uh, I, I don't think that's going to happen. They're going to pass it. I think this year is just going to be like a waiver, and then it's technically not really going to come into to actuality till the following year. Now, don't get confused by that. They've said that anybody who wants to transfer will be able to transfer this year. It'll just maybe be like under a different ruling or something like that. So I think you're going to see a few more folks transfer. It's not going to be like, what is it? They're already up to thirteen or 1,400, something crazy. It really is maybe going to surpass that football number when it's all said and done, although football will surpass that the following year. I do think that you're going to – See maybe a little bit of a mini spike in transfers. Like I think you'll hear just a few more names pop up. And we mentioned, was it earlier this week or was it last week? All this stuff starting to run together, Roush. Uh-huh. That like it's a decent chance Kentucky could add somebody that we haven't even mentioned, somebody that we haven't even talked about in the slightest. Uh, don't know who it would be, but supposedly Kyle Tucker is uh, thinking McKinley Wright the fourth. From Colorado, yeah, he, I have you heard that name thrown around? Well, he uh, he alluded to it when one of the Colorado guys transferred earlier in the year that McKinley Wright would be the man, and I think he would he, he'd be better than Marcus Carr, maybe, right? No, I don't know. Mark, I think Marcus Carr is a better outside shooter. McKinley Wright shot thirty percent from deep last year. It was his worst shooting percentage as a college player, and he's played four years of college. He one time had a year where he was a 37% shooter from deep, so you'd have to think that maybe it's still there. But uh, I would probably take Carr, but McKinley I think is a little bit better defender. Uh, he's shorter, so I, I I worry about finishing inside a little bit more with him. But it's still a four-year starter at a Power 5 school that averaged over 15 points per game, six assists. They were the best team in the Pac-12 for – all season, right? Didn't they win the regular season, Pac-12? They did. They yeah. did win the – okay. They yeah, the they got upset uh, Oregon State in the title game. or No, semifinals. I think it was the title. Okay. But nevertheless uh, – Yeah, I would, you don't get the Oregon State story if Colorado doesn't lose that game. Yeah, That's a good point. Yeah. I would put some credence into this, though, um, because the more that I deal with the football team and realize, like, oh, there's a lot of guys out there that – by the time they enter the portal, we already know where this thing's going kind of deal. So uh, if you're mentioning guys who aren't in there yet, that's why the Zegarowski thing that like we kind of, you know, we're, at least let ourselves believe into it. I know that he's declared for the draft. Who knows what can happen there? But when you're hearing names that aren't in the portal yet, that's perfectly fine because th- there's still a degree of interest being gauged either way. Will that pressure players eventually, or could it pressure some players to leave just because they hear their name? No, because I think it's the only. I think the players are the ones that get it out. 
I think it gets out because players and their camps are reaching out to coaches, and then that's how it get it it trickles down. So I, think, I, I don't I don't think that's the case. I think sometimes it could be that. I like, or it's just it's almost like tweeted into existence. We're like, I'm sure the players always thinking about it. If you average like 18 at a small school, I'm sure it's in the back of your mind. But yeah, it could be like, hey, it's uh, well, while we're kind of on Veep, they accidentally le- like. Who is it? McClintock, that kind of the goober that we talked about on the mm-hmm. show. Uh, the the ex president's getting slammed by press, and he just like out of the blue, he doesn't know what they're talking about, but they're like he just steps in and he says, uh, "I just needed to be known that any rumor that she is a potential replacement for the Supreme Court is not true and unfounded." And then that like everybody's like, "Nobody's talking about her in the Supreme Court," but then it actually ends becomes up. a thing. I do think there could be some scenario where like if people, somebody sees their name on Twitter enough, or like, could he be an option? Could he be an option? It could happen. I well, think and the, there's also the, the appeal of being recruited again. The majority of the time, you're right, though, Roush, where yeah. it, it, it is this inside kind of trickle-down sort of deal. But, Justin, I can't rule out that that doesn't happen probably or hasn't happened to some degree. But McKinley Wright, Marcus Carr, I don't care. I, I don't – just one more good proven guard at the Power 5 level, and then and then I can roll with Hickman and Ty Ty Washington, and you can go from there. Now, uh, I do I do think it's funny too that yesterday we just got some Ty Ty Washington stories where he's just talking and now everybody's like, Well, Ty Ty Washington in the UK. <laughs> yeah. I think it's uh, it's just funny how this stuff works out where you know, two weeks ago, TJ, when you were watching him play Nolan Hickman, he was kind of the afterthought. Like you were watching for Nolan Hickman in that game, and then Washington started playing better. And then I mean, fast forward, he gets an offer. And then he starts talking about how awesome it is to get recruited by Cal, and you're just like, "Oh, well, he's going to UK." <laughs> like it's it's so it's so funny how quick that that switch is flipped. Uh, and I think, granted, it all did really start with that offer that really got the ball rolling. But once you hear anybody kind of talking about uh, his feelings about UK, feels like this is going to happen, and it also feels like this kid is kind of old school Cal, and that. Hey, just get to the rim. Yeah. I, I do love Beat his, somebody I, off the dribble. I'm not having a point guard that can't beat somebody off the dribble anymore. I love his upside. I'll I'll stand with my initial take that I don't think he's gonna be like a huge difference. Like he's not gonna lead a team to the final four his freshman year, which that that really isn't even a hot take. It's a you very know? high yeah, that's how, a high how bar. Many, how many freshmen right. can do that on any given year? It's maybe just a handful, if that. Here here is the spin if zone that. that I'm once Washington commits. I'm going to hop on this right away, TJ. So hear me out. The pandemic, because of the pandemic, we didn't get to see a lot of these kids grow through AAU. This is a hidden gem that Calipari has found, a late riser, a la Shea Gilgis-Alexander, future NBA star, Tata Washington, in the program. You like that? I, I just Sound good? I just could, want, you, could you buy into it? Just like the quarterback situation last year in football, I just want yeah, options in the backcourt. I'm in. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm in. Good. Yeah. I'm in. More options, the better. A texter, 502-414-1450. But anyway, so is Mike, wait, Mike DeCourcy's getting upset about that stuff? Oh, oh, shock. Is he as upset as Dick Vitale was? Some of these people, and I get it, it's their job to have takes and share their opinions. Technically, it's kind of what we do on this radio show. But, like, I just love that Mike DeCourcy, you know what, you you knew what he was going to say. I didn't know, because I feel like sometimes, like, when... 
I don't know. I'm just going to leave it. I feel like some of these journalists, like somebody like Pat Forty just has to like, wait, you have to trip over your own opinions at some point, right? Yeah. You would think that they're, I mean, I'm certain that we've done it at some point, but. Oh yeah, we do it all the time. Yeah. We talk for two hours a day. Of course it's going to happen. But like, if you're like super, super pro players and woke as the kids call, but then you come out and you're like, I'm against the transfer. That's pretty tough. You know? Like how you can't how how can you do that? Yeah, but of course he's always been a show for coaches, you know. No, you're right about that. That's so. Is that just is that what his spin is? Is that like this will be bad for coaches? Probably. No, oh, that that would actually be consistent, but yeah. uh, consistent for him. Texter yeah. says some of these proposed rule changes are so dumb. Just oh let my the God. KRC crew in the text oh, line run oh, the NCAA. I, I, so dumb. That was a noise. Have you did you see these rules, TJ? I mean, like I I think that Matt Norlander when he broke this story, just he had to just throw some in there. It was almost like your old uh, papers to see if your teacher was paying attention, and it had to be two pages. You would just write like "I like peanut butter and jelly" in the middle of a paragraph. Yeah, when you're just trying to meet your quota. Just yeah, throwing some garbage and hope that they're skimming. Yeah, and that that's what fun. I felt like they did in, in these proposed rule changes. Because one of them is we're going to reset the fouls at 10 minutes and only do five-shot double bonuses within those periods. It's like, oh, so quarters. You're doing quarters without quarters. How stupid are you? Yeah, there's no need to yell. So stupid. It just it. I, the stupidity, TJ. It's it just. But, it, but who cares? But like, who cares if it's quarters or not quarters? I like that rule. Because we they need, they, they are literally going out of their way, just like we're not doing quarters. We're not doing quarters. But if the fouls reset, then who cares? But I don't know why you just don't make it quarters. Because it, it, the tradition so... of college basketball is 20 minutes. But I... why, why? Who cares? They it's switched so girls' basketball not. to quarters. Yeah, girls' basketball doesn't have the tradition that boys' Oh, the tradition does. of halves. How could we abandon such a strong tradition? Like, who cares about well, you halves? You still would have not? halves and quarters. I know, but it's just, it's just so... It's so asinine. It's so silly. It's so unnecessary. I don't know why you just don't... Like, I, I, I just... I, I can't comprehend... Why you would go through that? I mean, it's very NCAA. Like, here, let's do all of this instead of just making the simple rule change. Let's get another committee and another committee, and then we'll have a meeting about it, and then we'll have another meeting about it. I mean, these proposed rule changes are just the perfect example of how terribly this organization is run from a bureaucratic standpoint. How much red tape can we put behind every action we do? It's I li- terrible. I liked it, Justin. I liked the rule changes proposed. I, I'm i not a fan of that one, no. So no, they got to do I don't know. I'm, I'm not so as heated as Nick, but. It's just got, stupid. I just want quarters, they damn got, it. I don't, I don't get why you care so much about quarters. You I want just, quarters? I just don't get why you like why it matters. I want the foul stuff fixed. So if this is a way to do it, that's cool. But, it, but they're – so they're doing it. But just not just calling it quarters. I, it I want a buzzer beater. I want two more buzzer beaters, and I want live totals for second, third quarters. You, you get, I mean, you just add more to the game if it's a quarter instead of just like, all right, we're going to do the quarter thing just without the dead ball. It's it just, is it's silly. It is weird that you get more possessions out of it. It is weird that basketball at every level is quarters except for college. No, I mean this. Is, Roush is right that this is their way of having quarters without having quarters. <laughs> but I how, just, how I is just, this so big? I, I just don't care. Yeah. I just want them to fix the foul stuff. And I like the reset the team fouls. We cannot have teams be in the double bonus with 13 minutes left to go in yeah, the game. Yeah. Like, just cannot have that happening anymore. Uh, nothing addressed with the charges and stuff, so that's pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. But they are going to look into six fouls. 
There would be some stipulations with that regarding you could only get three and a half each which, half. Which I that's dumb too. So if you get six fouls, you get six fouls. Yeah. You want to use the ball in the first half, so be it. Yeah. Well, so if you get four in the first half, you're out. Yes. That why you're not out now? I stupid. But I do like the six fouls. The three per half is a little weird. It's really dumb. I guess it'd only be three in the first half. I guess you could get as many as you want. How about half. this? Uh, limit the number of timeouts that may be called by any one team in the last two minutes of second period or overtime. Please, yes. <laughs> it would be so great. That's why I like these Especially rules. For, I know you had some issues with some of them, but like that that's good. Like, and also Especially having, for gambling and like overs and stuff when teams are just trying to foul to stay in and extend games. Oh, I don't care so much about that. I just hate when it's like, all right, we've got 40 seconds left in this ball game, and then I'll be on the Pelotron, and it'll be another 30 minutes, and it'll be like, all right, 10 seconds left in this ball game because everybody uses their timeouts. Mm-hmm. They have to go to the monitor and review, was there technically 16.2 seconds or 16.3 seconds? Ooh. That stuff gets so old. So uh, I'd be for it. Limit the number of timeouts that may be called by any one team in the last two minutes of the second period period or any development uh, any any overtime period uh to up to two in the last two minutes of the second period or any overtime period allow instant replay review of potential shot clock violations when the shot is unsuccessful it's interesting yeah uh award possession to award possession of the ball to the defense during a held ball who oh, did you see this one they're proposing to eliminate the 10 second backcourt rule no have that i like it Teams don't press enough as is. Yeah, like, encourage like, it. Literally one incentive to do it is you may be yeah. able to force a turnover. The jump ball given it to the defense, I feel like you're just asking guys like to just be 10 times more aggressive. But if you've got more fouls, it shouldn't matter. And I don't like that because if teams are playing stall ball and they can just use the whole backcourt for 30 seconds if they want to. That's very annoying. Yeah, yeah. have the 10 seconds to at least Same get it there, and then it narrows the court. They do that with uh, women's college basketball, and I don't believe they have an over and back. They don't have an over and back? I don't think they did back what in the day. What is Nom? you got to have over and back. It was pretty wild. I, th- now, it's probably changed since then, but when my sisters were playing, I don't think they had either so of So you those. could just go back willy-nilly if, if, if you, you wanted to. to hold the ball. Now, they still had the 30-second shot clock. Oh, but, I, saw, yeah. I saw a journalist yesterday defending Kentucky high school basketball not having a shot clock. <sighs> Who could defend that? So dumb. It makes no sense. Like, it just makes no – you got to – it is what it is. Oh, uh, to change the subject quickly, quick story. Today, Kentucky opens play in the NCAA volleyball tournament. Yes. In Omaha. They play uh, the running Reds from UNLV at 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, Western won yesterday in the first round. So, uh, since they went 32, a good amount of teams got to buy – Western beat Jackson State. They swept them 3 nothing. They'll play Washington State. And if they win tonight and Kentucky wins tonight, they'll meet in the, I guess it's around a 16, Elite Eight. Elite Eight. So, yeah, that we're, we could have a potential interstate showdown uh, in the NCAA tournament. Louisville also plays San Diego. That's today at noon. And uh, the Moosehead State Eagles. They got Florida at 3.30. Okay. Very, uh, very exciting stuff for Craig Skinner in the women's volleyball program. Uh, you said seven o'clock tonight for Kentucky yes. versus UNLV. UNLV had beaten Illinois State in four sets, so that means Kentucky's going to sweep. Yeah, uh, it's going to be on ESPN Plus. Okie dokie. Got to have the plus to check it out. So, Kentucky's got to win two series, and then they're in the – are they in, like, the little Final Four that's thing? What, that's what I'm trying to – so, that'd be one 
No, no, they, that would be Elite Eight. Yeah, gotcha. So they're they're in the Sweet Sixteen now. All right, they're the two seed in this in this thing. Yeah, overall, and they avoid Big Ten teams until the final, where they would play either Notre Dame or Purdue, most likely. Well, so no, uh, you no, Notre avoid. Dame's not a Big Ten team. Yeah, they might as well be. Notre Dame's going to lose to Oregon anyways. Yeah. It'll end up being Oregon versus Kentucky in that Elite Eight game. Yeah, Purdue, Big Ten. Hey, avoid Big Ten. That's that's been Kentucky's Achilles heel in that tournament. So. Yeah. Not losing a bunch of engineers at Purdue and volleyball. Give me a break. They get some big girls in there. A lot of corn, Fred. Just saying, Big Ten girls volleyball. They just smack the hell out of that ball. Texture says, so someone make an interesting point that one and one and ones are actually a net negative possession more often than not due yeah. to the increase in three point rate. Obviously, there are factors at a case-by-case level, like how good are you at shooting threes, how many do you take, are you good at your free-throw shooting, but as an average across the NCAA, it's actually better to just have a regular possession than a one-on-one. Yeah. I I would buy into that logic. If you have a bad free-throw shooter, that's why sometimes I think officials, which I think are incredibly biased, sometimes just have agendas. I, I think it's as corrupt as you think it could be in college officiating for basketball. And that's why sometimes I think, like, to even the foul count, they'll say, oh, this guy got a rebound. You went over his back. Hey, he's a 40% free throw shooter. Who cares? You're going to get the ball. Like, it's, I'm doing you a favor here, actually, other team. Like, I'm even the foul count, but I'm actually doing you a favor because you're going to get the ball back. So, like, when you see somebody get fouled and they're a 50% three point or free throw shooter somewhere in that ballpark, give or take, either way, it's almost just like a turnover rush. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't make that first one, yeah. basically just turnover. Unless you well, have Kentucky trying well, to rebound the free throws, in which case they would not rebound. Most it. coaches will count it as a turnover in their personal stats if you miss a front end in the final few minutes or so. And there was a team in the NCAA tournament, and I can't can't remember who it was, but they did a good job of fouling the bad free throw shooter early on. Dude misses front end. You're you're basically creating a turnover. So I don't I don't want to get rid of the one on one because I mean. That that's the my my only any sort of pause about doing the quarters is I I like the anxiety of the front end of one on one I like putting the pressure on him. No, there Turn there there is fun there is fun to that. I just want less free throws altogether. I just want more basketball, less stops, because that's kind yep. of the appeal of basketball is a sport that's supposed to just kind of keep going, keep going, and uh, it just seems like way too many breaks in today's game. Let's go to to a break ourselves. No. We're gonna break in this radio show. We got a lot more text. We still haven't found one that really jumps off the page to give away some salsaritas to, but we still have uh, half an hour of radio to do. So we'll come back and we'll do that. You're listening to KRC here on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Roll Nick Rouse, Justin Taylor. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Yes! Oh, yeah! Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? Huh? Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 961 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, 
Justin Kalen. Justin, you've been quiet today, buddy. I have. Yeah. It's just you're in weekend mode. I am. I'm probably in weekend mode. Yeah, I didn't get uh, the most amount of sleep last night. So. Oh, what were you doing? I'm, I'm a little dumb dazing a little bit over here. What were you, what were you doing? Um, Drinking. Oh. I had to I had to work till about 9:30 last night so I just got home and I just drank till probably about midnight. Hmm. I need more sleep than that. Well, you're you get to go home and take a nap. Take a nap. That's right. Come on. I'm going to bring it tomorrow. Don't you worry. Just I do genuinely miss the big guy, but it is funny like when we just talk about our days Roush, now that we've got Justin here talking about his day, it's just like They're much different. We're we're, we're all just so happy when we can get a little break and like nap. Every, like, you're the one with the kid, too. But, like, if if Justin and I just have time for a nap, we're napping. Oh, yeah. I, I don't need but long, it doesn't, either. It doesn't happen, doesn't happen frequently. Though, no. You know? Man, the worst is whenever you get 20 or 30 minutes and the alarm wakes you up and you're just like, oh, man, I could do 20 or 30 more minutes. <laughs> I, could, I could go. But then you're just up. And it's like, well, guess back to it just like that. See, I think 20, 30-minute naps are the best. That they're they're a lot of times they're the most clutch. They they are, but it's hard. Like anything with moderation, it's hard to like after a twenty or thirty minute nap. It's kind of hard to get up. You're better off for it after like twenty twenty minutes after you get up after a twenty minute nap. You feel brand new, but it's that twenty minutes after getting up from a twenty minute nap where you're just like oh. I think I could sleep an hour. Maybe I just go back there and sleep another hour. It's really hard to get back to like get up and moving. Uh, but I agree with you. Those I think like scientifically are the best time for naps, like but, little twenty minute power nap. Well, I think they're honestly for me they're like that because anytime I'm taking a twenty or thirty minute nap, it's because I literally only have that much time to take a nap. So I don't have time to lay around in bed if I'm taking a twenty thirty minute nap because I've got to get up. That means I I squeezed one in. Probably shouldn't have, but I did. Type of deal, so yeah, I, I love them. Got to always love squeezing one in. That's right. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Should we get back at it, Roush? Let's get back at it. Okay. Looking for an award worthy text. Show us what you got. I think it's funny how Cal got to UK. The narrative was you couldn't win with freshmen. Then Cal proceeded to kick so much butt that it shifted to he just rolls the ball out. He made people like Coach K recruit one and done because it works so well. Cal can never win with some people. Mm-hmm. And now it's a new era of transfers. Transfers, transfers, transfers. So far, some of these younger coaches that are a little quicker to the game, they've done better with it. Nate Oates and Eric Musselman and stuff like that. We'll see how some of these older coaches adjust to it. But, like, can't I, I don't know. Is anybody excited about Kansas's basketball team next year? Like, I don't think they're going to be good. I, I don't. Could be wrong about that. I think McCormick's coming back. He should continue to be the same player that he's been in his entire college career. They lost Bryce Thompson. Who who are the other players on their team? I don't know who's coming back. <laughs> like, there's no way Marcus Garrett's playing another year of basketball, right? Can't be. Like, it was kind of surprising he came back last year when he did. Yeah. So I don't know what yeah. they're I don't know what they're looking at for next year. Like a is Mitch Lightfoot playing year thirty at this point? Man, it was shocking seeing Lightfoot back this year, this past year. There's no way he played this year. Yeah, no, he played this so year. He definitely That's played stupid. this year. Yeah, we we gave uh, what's his name all the jokes. Uh, oh man, is it? It wasn't Perry. Ellis Perry Ellis. He got all the low man jokes. Mitch Lightfoot was there twice as long as. <laughs> 
<laughs> he really was. His old Perry Ellis. The dude, the dude was there for a long time. Texter says, Roush, did your boss quadruple the ads on the KSR podcast to help pay for his wrestling chairs and ladders? What a cheapskate. A lot, more a, ad, a, lot, a lot more ads on the uh, podcast nowadays? Yeah, it's good. More money. Not good for listeners. No, it's great. I mean, if you don't like it, you can hit the fast forward button, but we still get the money. So I will happily take it. Do you have the dentist doing the manscape reads? No. <laughs> Man, you get some of those manscape reads, you're like, oh, well, I'm changing this up. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. We need to get them to sponsor the radio show. Um, Justin, Justin, make them sponsor the radio show. Text yeah. line. Right after you get it on. <laughs> oh, yeah, right when you get it on Spotify, your next job. Get Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone know if Terry thinks Mints will return for next season? Oh, I'm glad you brought that He's up. He's been pretty quiet on his feelings up front, all along with his feelings on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Maybe the that may be the front runner for text of the day so far. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I I really am not trying to like I listen. I'm almost trying to just jinx myself here. Oh, I stuff. do that all the time. Where but, you just try to put the fade on it. Yeah, I think speak it out of existence. I Think that's kind of what I'm trying to do here. Uh, another great night for Aaron Rodgers. I feel like he's if there is a criticism of his is I feel like he's trying to do be a little too much like Trebek with his like. Oh no, sorry. Like his, you're you got it wrong, mm-hmm. or like his, like that's it. You know, he's just doing like the one word answers on whether or not it's right well, or wrong. I'm sure some of it's to break up monotony. No, I, I just I think like I want him to be a little bit more personable. That would be a criticism. But he had another great night, just mm-hmm. so smooth. Uh, Texter says a dentist giving UK football take sounds like unsubscribing from the KSR football podcast was the right move. Ooh, wrong move. Wow. Wrong, wrong Person move. wanted to let you know that they no longer subscribe, pal. Wow. Boom roasted. You got me. Although they can't say it was because of a dentist because they said they did it beforehand. Well, Crentist gives some great takes. <laughs> Give me one of Ty Ty Carr, Zeg, and Adam Miller, and let's get it next year. Yeah, yeah. Let me think about this. Is that enough? Is that only two? I really like Adam Miller, so I think I could be convinced into it. And then I, I can't not be as high on Hickman that I am, and then and then back away from that take. So you know what, Texter, I'm with you, pal. I'm with you. Okay. Adam Miller, I think is going to be a stud. I would. I think there's a conversation. Like I think there's a fair debate. Would you rather have Adam Miller another year of Mints? Adam Miller has a much higher ceiling. Mints a better shooter, gives you a little more continuity. Miller could be a stud. Get excited about that guy. Uh, a lot of people think that he's going to go to Kentucky. So if you got Miller, do you get Ty Ty and you call it a day? If you get Miller, you say it's Miller time. Okay. And you shotgun. going to do that. Two beers. Or you just don't call them. Either or. That's open for yeah. whichever one. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you shotgunned a beer? Actually, pretty recently. Oh, no. Yeah. What happened? I forget <laughs> what we were doing, but... Uh, Golfing? It, no, no. It was It was like... Uh, it wasn't into... What were we... You think about it. Justin, when's the last time you shotgunned a beer? Um, Probably last summer. The stone colding, though. I haven't stone cold beers in... I don't think I've ever ages. Stone cold I will beer. never stone cold beer because that wastes so much beer. Yeah, and I'm just so now. against that. If you've that. got 30, I mean. Yeah, if on. you want to, I'll do it with water bottles because no one cares about water. But 
well, I've got whole continents that will tell you <laughs> tell you the exact opposite about how they care about water, Justin. Uh, I shotgun to beer, probably at a golf, probably some golf outing last summer. Yeah, that's the same for me. But definitely not recently, I don't think. I think uh, it was actually probably Halloween. It was at uh, a Halloween get-together. Oh, you didn't come to my Halloween get-together. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Funny. You Actually, no called, no showed. No, I definitely fired. Uh, Texas. Yeah. No, don't, I don't think so. Texter says, my sister just told me she saw an owl in her dream last night. It made me wonder, what's John's owl been up to? <laughs> Haven't heard about him in a while. John, please update. Okay, Great thanks. callback. Great callback. Hey Roush, Bullity's Beast. Oh, he wants you to. Bullity's Beast was just sending in these, like, he sent in like three of them yesterday. So go ahead and read this one. If you must cross a course, cross cow across a crowded cow crossing, cross the cross course cow across the crowded cow crossing carefully. I don't even know if that one makes sense, Bullity's Beast. No, because a cross a course, cross cow. The, the, yeah. the cross cow one, that's just adding an extra mm-hmm. cross for no reason. Yeah. Texture says, hey, TJ, how about the Red Sox? We lose three straight to start the season, then go ahead and just win nine straight. Yep, nine straight, play again at 1 o'clock today, so that means TJ is going to be able to watch it, have some background music on while working, which is always great, makes the workday go a little bit better. Goes back to my theory, Roush, that we need day sports pretty much daily. There needs to be, like, mm-hmm. day games on, specifically games that you care about personally. I know a lot of people don't care about the Red Sox, so this won't do anything for them, but – uh, need more sports day games. Who cares if the attendance is bad? Let the TV viewer, non-West Coast, have literally anything else in their life. Not sure what to say this morning, but I saw you were giving away some salseritas, and I've never been there. Thanks in advance for the gift card. Oh, wow. That way to speak it into existence. I mean, we would want somebody that's never been to Salsaritas to have it, wouldn't we? I know, and I'm also like but tempted it, to, for him to just be like, it's mine, damn it. If the, it just, I kind of appreciate that fortitude, but I also am like, I also want to zig when he's zagging, you know? So I don't know. We'll think about it. But also, if you live in Louisville and you've listened to this show for an extended period of time and you haven't been to Salsaritas, at that point, you don't deserve off. to be re- rewarded. Right. Yeah. Maybe we want to give it to somebody that's like, I go to Salsaritas all the time. It'd be nice if I had one for free. Maybe we give it to that person. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be a bad idea either. What do we got next? TJ and Rouse, what's your best sporting accomplishment ever? One you can brag on. Strictly individual. Strictly individual. Uh, I led the state in sacks my senior season. Boom. Individual. Winning a lot of money on that golf chip and that scramble was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty cool sports moment. I also caught a Hail Mary flag football championship touchdown at the buzzer. Ooh, I've Walk th- off. I've thrown Hail Mary champion. Well, I don't know if they're championship games. And but, then, of course, all my flag football championships, those are individual I mean, honors because yeah, they, yeah. they don't win Did you ever me. win a fantasy football like trophy? I've won one fantasy football That's league. a pretty big accomplishment, too. Yeah, it's been like 10 years now, which is actually <laughs> kind of embarrassing. In my league, I should have won last year. Team was just loaded. Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones. I just don't. I don't win. How? Patrick Mahomes, my quarterback, twelve team league. It was stupid good. And Great you lost. Team. I lost. Lost. Man, in the you need a semifinals. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. I've been number one seed the last three years and lost in Had the a... in the first round all three years. 
That's just that's, that's fantasy, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Texture says minus hundred thousand <laughs> odds they play Firework by Katy Perry during Thunder. <laughs> that might be my favorite text so far. Maybe the leader in the clubhouse. <laughs> that's I'll, great. I'll splash some on the plus odds there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll put a dollar on the no <laughs> Katy Perry Firework song. Oh man. Yeah. But it's that's a lock. Mortal lock of the century. A texture says, I was looking at the transfer portal and noticed a lot of Memphis players. Trouble in paradise for Hardaway? It seems weird after finishing the season strong by winning the NIT. And I said if they would have gotten the NCAA tournament, they could have been a second weekend team. Memphis was surging at the right time. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is there. Maybe they just don't want to play for a coach that's kind of doing this as like a part-time, just for funsy sort of deal. Yeah, that's maybe why David Johnson left. He was tired of watching Chris Mack just sit mojitos and not play him the way he should have been playing. David Johnson leaving. So we have a little bit of like Jody Dimling thinks Carly Jones is coming back. Rivals people think Carly Jones is going pro. And then I don't know, it may have been Graft. I don't know who the Rivals writer was yesterday that had a report. Said that Carly Jones may transfer. Oh, BS. It'd be great. No chance. I love Graf. I don't know if it was him or not. I need to ask him about Wouldn't that. Wouldn't it be great? Carly Jones isn't transferring. And if he is, Kentucky would need to go get him, right? Oh, God, like, it would be so great. You'd go get him. But supposedly – That's got to be some base covering right there, right? The report was that, like, Johnson and Carly were not happy with all the guards that were brought in. But those guys had to play, like, 40 minutes a game last year. And also, Carly Jones finished second in ACC Player of the Year. He's not mad because UofL's bringing in a Marshall transfer. Yeah, no, no, There's, no. That's just, that's, I'm not buying you that report. You had Nickelberry leave, too. Like, yeah, you, you had other guards gone. leave. Pickleberry's gone. And there's no way that Carly Jones is sitting behind Marshall guy, L. Ellis from JUCO. It's yeah, just not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he almost was ACC Player of the Year. So I'm not buying that part of the report. But their season dict- is dictated on whether or not Carly Jones comes back or not. Yep. If he does, I think it's a nice little team. They, I don't know why they just didn't get a big. Like Malik Williams, who is just wrapped together with Band-Aids, he's mm-hmm. going to be your front court presence. Yep. Seems strange. Oscar Shuboy should have a bajillion rebounds and points. Mm. Texter says, one of the Plumley brothers here, I'm taking a job where I won't be able to listen like I have been. We'll try and text in, but may not be as consistent as it has been. Oh, it's been real. Oh, no. No, Plumley. No, Plumley. There's always the podcast, and you can text in any time of the day. Yeah. What job are you taking, too? Where at? How much money will you be making? These are things we want to know. Before taxes. Most of our assistant football coaches are making half a million a year. Oh, Yeah. Uh, Summerall, Clinkscale, Vince, both coordinators. So that's five, right? Yeah, that'd be five assistant coaches. There's nine on there. The rest are making what Joel's making, like 250-ish a year. Pays well to be an SEC football coach, even if you aren't uh, the, the, the head dog, the big dog. Your former ex-boss ever get a kickback from Vince's raise for the, you know, the whole Michigan State <laughs> saga? What was the cut on that? Because I'll take. Gotta have a nice rake on that. You just tell Vince to text me and be like, "Hey, Bowling Green wants me." Or who was the place that wanted him to be the head coach? It was Youngstown State. Yeah, gosh, he did that, and then a week later, it was like, "But this one, I'm actually serious about it was, Michigan it was, State." It was like a month later, it was a while. No, it didn't seem that long, but it seemed like like it was like, "Yeah, wait, you already used the you may leave card." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna do this Twice again. Twice in one cycle. Well, this one's gonna be really serious. Yeah. Well, yeah. Glad to have him, though, and especially when you're having a, a football recruiting weekend like this. Good to have yeah. somebody like that in the program. One Worth thing, the money. One thing that is wild, too, Kentucky might only get one kid from Ohio this year. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. The uh, Alex Safari, Big George, his uh, younger cousin, is committing in May, but there's not a whole lot of other Ohio kids out there on the board. So, Ohio, not as big of a deal as it once was. Which, by the way, when Luckett wrote that, and it was like the headline of an article, some folks over at UK were not very happy. <laughs> okay, I've been going to Salsaritas lately, and the receipts tell me I can take the survey. On their app, I can get two off my next meal, and for the life of me, I cannot find find it in the app where to take the survey. Who? Huh. Hmm. Could we direct you to maybe direct message Justin Kalen's DMs and he'll get this figured out for you? I missed that. What was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. so direct message Justin Kalen's yeah. DMs and he will get Hit it, me get it corrected. I would go to, uh, on the Salsaritas app, I'd just go to more, and they have a bunch of different stuff there. Uh, they don't have a survey one, but they have a promo code one, so maybe that does it. They have a nutrition calculator. Salsaritas app has it all, folks. Mm-hmm. I thought this was Kentucky roll call, not Boston Red Sox roll call. Zing. Boom roasted. Keontae making some hay. What's next? Is he going to lay by ah, the bay? That's bad. Make some things out of clay? What do you say, Roush? Nice happy Gilmore quote. Yep. There's times and places for him, though. <laughs> Who's going to have a better Kentucky career? Gante Goodwin or Matty Oh, gosh, not even close. <laughs> I do remember it was kind of funny uh, because Tower Griever from WHAS 11. He, did he interview us? Was that Tower? Or was it somebody else? Either way, good guy. He was there uh, doing some interviewing stuff as well. And when we finished talking to him, Conte was like, man, good to see WHAS 11, but not going to lie, WDRB guy all the way. What? <laughs> yeah. And it was great because at least that was in good nature. He's just like, you know, it's on early. I need to check the weather, you know, before school. And then uh, it was it was much different than when Matt Evelyn, I was introduced to him by a friend of mine who worked at Rivals at the time. Who's, he was like, hey, this is my buddy Nick Rouse from KSR. And he said, oh, KSR sucks. <laughs> oh, that was great. Matt Elam, by the way, will have the better Kentucky career because he's the only one that will play for Kentucky. Wow. Oh, Justin. Just really playing heel. On this I'm, I'm, not back, I'm not backing <laughs> off of it. I mean, that, that's what I said from the beginning. I'm not going to back off. Oh, I hope I'm wrong. It in. I, I hope I'm wrong. It in. I'd recommend everybody go to Tyler Griever's uh, Twitter page and mm-hmm. just look at his background picture. It's great. Really one of my He also had a really good story on Racing Lou about uh, one of their super fans. Oh, Racing Lou plays today. Oh. Yeah, but his his background. <laughs> <laughs> Really gave me a giggle. He also as it did that my uh, my coworker. He's also well. a self-deprecating Missouri fan, so whenever it's big time Missouri basketball game, he always tweets out the Missouri rap video, and I just that day great. it's yeah. it's never not funny to it's me. It's great. Texter says five zero two four one four. Have you all seen Ted Lasso? Freaking hilarious, coming of age, feel good show. His Irish and practice speech is classic. If you haven't watched it yet, give it a whirl, boys. We are. Um, we will get to it. I I will plan on watching it. Ooh, big! Here's some big time dad advice, TJ. Yeah. Really, just accumulate shows that you can burn and turn through at odd hours. Okay. Yeah, because it's it's pretty nice. Like I watched. Uh, sadly, mine was the Roosevelt's documentary by Ken Burns, and I watched the, the Roosevelt. Yeah, I'd like that. It's really good because it's Teddy, Eleanor, uh, Franklin. But I just burn and turn through that at the hospital when we first got home. I'll like have to keep 10 that hours on. of content. So, yeah, there you go. 
Not a book guy, though. No, documentary guy. Okay. They still celebrate the Watford shot on popcorn boxes, and that came from Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so bad. It's great. They have to use water softeners over here, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Johnny, and I'm going to be really ticked off. Texter says, talking about Lincoln's death, keep it in your pants, Roush. <laughs> <laughs> got to be the winner, right? Texter says, Mary Todd Lincoln, nutty, sure, but apparently an absolute freak <laughs> in the sheets. Bring out the best for the Salsaritas. <laughs> Lincoln lived in Indiana from age 7 to 21, so although breast born in Kentucky, he spent larger portion of his life in Indiana, so suck it. Mm, yeah, but he was his birthplace. First off, when Indiana was nothing but cruel to him. He lost his mother there, lost his sister there uh, from milk disease. Because that's what you get in Indiana. You get milk disease. <laughs> <laughs> and when they announced him in the starting lineup, they would say, from Hodgenville, Kentucky, <laughs> standing 6-1-6-0, Abraham Lincoln. He did come into his wrestling fame in Indiana, so his best athletic career. It's actually the most success Indiana has had in athletics. Ever. In a hundred and, you know, yeah. uh, 70, 80 years, yeah, somewhere yeah. like that. Yeah, he was uh, – who'd he beat in wrestling? I had the name written down somewhere. Mean Joe Green. No, it was like some family. It was like the – yeah, he just took out the whole family. He went there and he said, all you all, put on your little <laughs> one one pieces or whatever they are. Your unitard. Your, your spandexes, and let's go – let's get after it. Hate to break it to you, TJ, but that foot is done. You just need to have the doctor take it and call it a day. Good news, though, you can sneak booze in your fake foot to Kroger Field. <laughs> Ooh, or you could get a robot foot that yeah. gives you, like, super strength. Wouldn't be you bad. Could jump real high, you could dunk. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess I'm out for my volleyball games this week and no golf. What a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Absolute nightmare. At least the weather's going to be chilly. That's true, too. Chilly. Yeah. Chilly, chilly. It's a good point. Chilly. Do you mean to tell me the NCAA is going to track IP addresses, but Will Wade has a job in Kansas doubling down on self? Yeah, this sounds far-fetched, IMO. So if you missed it, mm-hmm. Jeff Goodman came out with a report. I think it was Jeff Goodman, but he yeah. said basically uh, an inside source of the NCAA is telling me they're going to track IP addresses, so only coaches are getting in on the portal. They don't want like media to go out there and publicize it. Mm-hmm. And the reason they're doing this is they – Kind of what Justin alluded to a little bit. They just want the the good nature of the portal to be just that. If somebody likes their school but is interested in some other schools, they can put themselves in the portal and then leave. They feel like once a kid goes in a portal and it turns into this huge media story, then it like drums up hype, promotes kind of cheating and all this other stuff. Oh, so but- you mean that the incident of like college athletics is big business. But like instantly you're not tracking IP addresses. Stop. You're lying. So and just come off as so goofy. Have some self awareness with that stuff. I, I like I get it that your motives are in good faith, but dweebs. <sighs> John here. Hello and good morning to all. Hey. President Lincoln was raised in the woods of Indiana from age seven to twenty one. So Indiana had a big role in who he became. Anyway, yeah, all the tragedy in his life. Mm-hmm. Anyways, hey, anyways, hey, Nick, will you be get? Oh, okay. Anyways, hey, Nick, will you be giving updates weekly before Derby on what horses will be a good selection for money purposes? Man, I'm telling you, Ty Ty is going to be a great player for the Cats. I just have a great basketball feeling. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. I will have a better feeling for Derby uh, next week, probably. 
start to really get into my cap in there because it's 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 very wide open this year, folks. There's going to be tote boards getting blown up. On I thought the first there was Saturday one horse that was like everybody knew was going to probably win. Well, Essential Quality will be the favorite. He's undefeated, won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, but he got tested pretty tough at the Bluegrass Stakes. So many believe he could be upset, but he's a Brad Cox. So I mean, come on. Oh gosh. <laughs> So yeah, it's just the best. Yeah, you may as well just get it over with. Oh now. yeah, that's going to be the the horse I bet big on. But there's also the other horses. That's where you when you're when you're big bucks. Somebody says Ty Ty Washington, but they spelled it as the um, a slang term for a breast. Mm. Texter says TJ, what type of haircut do you tell the barber to give you when you sit in the chair? Oh gosh, nowadays it's just depressing, really. Um, just, just whatever. Make it look like I have hair. Like literally, just do something. I go to the same barber. She's really nice, and uh, I just she just cleans it up. There's, there's she's not a magician, folks. <laughs> she knows that I know it. Rogers needs to crush a six pack during Jeopardy, and I'll watch every single episode. I think he's a Scotch guy, though. Doesn't drink beer. He's very classy. How much peck could a peck pecker peck if a pecker could peck peck? We got to stop with those texts. It's not even. Good, we're done too. with those. Nick led the state in sacks. Does that mean he was first chair? Oh, yeah. My favorite was uh, un- not Unchained Melody. Do, 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 do. Yeah, do, no, do, what is it? Do. Oh, why can't I think it? Careless Whisper. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag nap talk. Who knows what that could be about? Well, we were talking naps. You know. Oh, yeah. That's if probably what it's I win the Soul Series gift card, I'll go to Car Stuff to buy new wheels for my truck. <laughs> wow. Whoa. <laughs> That's a good way to get a free entree. <laughs> You have to. Oh, and anytime you all any go anywhere, uh, you got to mention that you know KRC sent you, and they'll have no idea what you're talking about. But just say it, anyways. Except Bobby, Bobby Cook Golf Bobby Academy. Cook He'd be like, oh, God, Bobby Cook those Jaguars who yeah. came in here and were terrible at golf. Yeah, I know those guys. <laughs> yep, X4 they're, off Southern they're giving me so much business because they've got to come up here and straighten their swings out. They're terrible. I live in Lexington and would love to go. Give me a reason to visit Salsaritas. Oh, gosh, we got some tough choices here. John here again, and Al was fired last cat season. <laughs> <laughs> we may be in talks for him to come back. He is a popular SOB, so we may have to give the people what they want. Okay, we're not doing any more of these little fun uh, word wizard texts. Yeah. Sin toast. Okay, that's another one, so literally almost <laughs> did just read one. Ha, TJ Fessy can literally suck it. Karma really is such a hoot. I felt bad for Casey, though, trying so hard to keep going, and Fessy just kept being a whiner. Yeah, everybody, like, Fessy is who Fessy is, folks. That's in regards to the challenge. I'll do a little podcast today on it to give my thoughts. But an awesome finale part one. Ooh, awesome. two-night finale? Well, two weeks, sadly, mm-hmm. but it'll be next Wednesday. But yeah, part one was great. I kind of compared it, Roush, to this season of the challenge, similar to the NCAA tournament, where like we had awesome matchups and exciting stuff early on, mm-hmm. but it really just meant for a bad season later on because it was like people you don't care so much about. Right, right. But it kind of weeded it out where like it was just top dogs for the finale. So it was like we got a good final four and a uh, great episode. And my favorite is doing really, really well. So. That's exciting as well. So we'll do that over on the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Kentucky Roll Call. Who do we want to give it to? Man, I really did like the people that were just straight going for it, but the the Abraham Lincoln quotes were just fantastic. They still celebrate the watch. I say we give it to the one about Lincoln's death, keep it in your pants, Roush. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the one. Do we know who that was? Oh, God, please don't be Johnny. It was not Johnny. Okay. Woo! <laughs> The other ones were Johnny that you almost picked. 
Oh, okay, good. Okay, uh, the person that sent this one, 502-551. What if we just gave out their number? <laughs> uh, but you win. You win, person. So reach out to us. We'll give you, and they uh, have a Louisville area code, so that's always good, too. We'll, we'll give you your salsaritas. Check them out. Very, very yummy place to have your lunch. Everybody have a good day. Thanks for the text of the show. Don't think we have anything tonight. Uh, didn't Tennessee just get their first football commitment, by the way? Yeah, they got them in back-to-back days. They got back-to-back. So they're trying to stop the bleeding before it profusely just – they're bleeding all over the floor this weekend. Love that one message boarder described it as, it's just one hard kick to the crotch after another with these guys now. Oh, I was reading this Loved thread it. on a UofL message board, too, of them just trying to rationalize why it's okay that they don't get any players in the state anymore. Oh, I bet it's great. Talking about how it's like, you, you know, you don't even need to recruit Kentucky well to be a good program. <laughs> it's like, well, that's probably kind of true. You but you should recruit, recruit somewhere. somewhere. Well, like <laughs> they don't, gotta, have, they don't get, have players. You got to get good players somewhere where you they can don't, get them. They don't have players on their roster this year. They're going to stink. It's going to be hilarious. Uh, last text, and this is for my brother, but Indiana's new state slogan, if it ever wants to open up, home of... Lincoln and giant iguanas. Okay, not the best, but that's yeah. fine. Good way to end the show. Everybody have a good Thursday. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Iguana Man, Justin. See ya. Hair, hair. <laughs>